3: Whether training a new employee or enhancing your own knowledge, Natural Chemistry offers a comprehensive online training program that covers everything from basic water chemistry to maximizing efficiency and troubleshooting. Visit www.ncprotraining.com today. This is the Talking Pools podcast, and I am Andrea. How's it going, everybody?
1: Hey, I'm here with Andrea, and my name's Rudy.
3: How are things going?
1: Going okay. I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. So what's the best thing to do when approaching a pool shitter?
3: (laughs) Make sure you come correct because they're going to argue with you over everything that you say.
1: That's a pool shitter?
3: No, actually, I I know a few of them personally. I'm not going to name names, but
1: pool shitter.
3: Mm-hmm. I have encountered a few, yes.
1: A person can be a pool shitter. A person who's talking a big game who doesn't know what they're talking about, they're just pool shitting.
3: And they're going to they're <laughs> tell you about all of the articles that they read on the internet about why you're wrong.
1: And the person who's doing the talking, that would be the pool shitter.
3: Oh, and the TikTok videos have been nightmares, have been a nightmare for that.
1: A bunch of pool shitters <laughs> going around. Exactly. So they really don't know what's going on, but they portray a person who knows what's going on. It's kind of like the guy in the commercial, you right? You used to watch back in the day that says, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. That's what a pool shitter is. They're not a real pool person, but they're out there playing one in the field. What does that do to the industry?
3: Uh, makes us all look like pool shitters.
1: Pool shit. <laughs> and with that said, enough pool shitting.
3: Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news, editorials,
4: podcasts, videos, and more
3: on the Pool magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. We have Steve Barnes with us and we have and I'm I'm sorry, you know what we should have if we were going to introduce if I was going to introduce I should have asked uh Todd here how to say his last name. So I think you
1: should do it phonetically.
3: <sighs> Pierre. Pieri. Okay, look then, at that. cool. And look, I'm allowed I'm allowed to question cuz look at my last name, so.
1: No, 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 no
3: oh it's okay it happens to ruby all the time
1: i i constantly disappear as long as you don't (laughs) just don't just don't just don't hang up and go away and if you're going to use the toilet please mute yourself before you flush we've had that happen before as well
3: well you know we were learning it's a learning curve doing this
1: steve and todd are with aquastar pool products
3: welcome to the show guys
1: They've got some exciting news. I'm going to let them tell you about it, but Ooh, they've it? got a brand new filter out. I have one on my pool. I think it's phenomenal. I just want to start with that.
3: I I put my hands on this filter and I loved it at the pool show. So I'm excited right? to talk about you it. You did. Yeah, I was playing with it. I was. I, I took it apart. I looked around. I, you know, I, I clicked all the knobs and I didn't break the, the thing like you did with the Aqua Genie. Was that? I did. I threw that sucker on
1: the floor. Steve, you missed that. Those people <laughs> were oh, not man. happy with me. Um, but that's not my fault. It should have had hinges.
3: Should have. Yeah.
1: Whole different. Whole different story. But anyway, <laughs> not on top of that, they've got a new product. They want to talk about it. One of the things. There's many special things about this product, but I don't want to steal their thunder. But I will tell you this: in a world where pool supplies are not in stock, they have stock. How cool is that? That's awesome. So you can get this stuff. Yep. And I heard a rumor. What is it? They're going to be giving one of these away on this show. One of these Aquastar pool product pipeline filters. They're going to be giving it away. It's true.
3: I suppose I don't qualify. You
1: ne- <laughs> Nobody that works for the program. Steve, Todd. Dang it. Welcome. How are you guys?
0: Thank you. Very good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Andrew said, I'm Todd Pieri. I'm not quite as famous in these worlds as Steve Barnes. He's done many of these uh, podcasts. But um, I'm Todd Pieri, the COO of Aquastar. Been with Aquastar uh, for about 12 years now. And yeah, we're getting into, everybody knows us as a drain cover manufacturer, white goods manufacturer, but we're getting into pool equipment. And um, uh, when we started this project five years ago, our goal was to Uh, create a project, create a a unit that was uh, different, maybe revolutionary in our space. And um, I think first and foremost, Steve will touch on it, was safety was our number one key. And then we looked at the footprint. We wanted to change the footprint. And uh, we wanted to change the basic hydraulics of these systems because all the research we did with the products that you guys have your hands on now is that um, the hydraulics were not good. So when we look at cartridge filters, we kind of feel like that's the next big energy suck on the equipment pad. And when we started looking at how we were going to design ours, we didn't see any reason why it couldn't be exponentially better. And I think we've achieved that. So smaller footprint, safer product, and uh, more hydraulically efficient is uh, kind of the triple threat.
1: I think you nailed it. Trifecta, Steve. (laughs) that
4: that's it. I'm, 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 I'm done. (laughs) I can't beat that. So, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, that's unlike Steve, anybody who knows me. Uh, so, so Steve Barnes with, obviously, uh, with Aquastar Pool Products, very proud to be part of the team. Um, director of Science and Compliance. I've been in the industry since 1984, started in the uh, in-floor cleaning system world and pop-up cleaning heads. So we had to make our pop-up cleaning heads work with all of the equipment. And back in the 80, I started in 84, there was, what, 11, 12 Pump manufacturers and all that kind of stuff. So I was born in 83. Okay, I'm only feeling old when I think about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. She's only a couple years older than my son, so (laughs) I'm 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 good with it. So, but one of the things in the in floor world when it has it relates to Aquastar and what we're doing now in in this filter is um, we had the pop-up cleaning heads and somebody got killed by a filter. And because our pop-up cleaning heads were in the pool, we got to join the lawyer party, kind of, so to speak. And so that was a big deal wow, these things. This is a single as the old stainless steel tank with the, with the you know the brass nut, you know, the old school stuff. And uh, you know, the service company wasn't done, told the homeowner, hey, I'm not done, I'll be back Monday. She says, no, we're not having that. I have a pool party tomorrow. So I'm gonna do it myself. Uh oh. And those are famous last words, I guess. Yeah. So it's tragic. I don't mean to make light of it. But I was like, holy we're gonna get into this. Let's be very careful. I was a Pantera spear catcher for 10 years on the safety and compliance kind of thing. So I was like, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. Um, Not that, you know, the other guys aren't doing it right. We just wanted to do it better. And that really was how do we make it so when you have a homeowner who doesn't know what they're doing, they got a party, they don't care, they're going to do it their way, how do we protect them? And so challenged that with the engineering team at Aquastar, and they came up with the double locking ring. And so basically, this filter works. It's got a big clamp on it with lots of clearance so that it's easy to double locking handle. So you can't, um, you know, it won't open accidentally. It's not a single point failure. But basically, when you unlock the first lock and unwind it one turn, you release the O-ring. So you're not having to hug the filter to pull to to release the O-ring. After classic filter, you take the clamp off. Well, it's still tucked together. So then you hug it, try and pull it apart. Or what's really scary and how I got involved in this was you bump the pump. And if you're standing too close to that filter top, that's a bad day. So this mechanically disengages the O-ring so you don't have to. And the filter still is fully locked. So if it's under pressure or whatever, pump comes on, it's not going to hurt you because it's open but fully locked. And so that was the critical thing of trying to take human error out of the filter.
1: Andrea was talking, I think it was just last week, she had mentioned while we were chatting,
4: I forget what we were talking
1: about, but she said somebody bumped the pump. She's seen this thing come off like a rocket and damage the house, Correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So it, yeah, it was, I mean, I I've, I've known about that trick for a while and I I've, I've used it myself. And so this particular incident, it wasn't me doing it, but I had called a coworker who was up the street for help because, you know, I had, it was a, um, it was not one that had a locking ring, but it was the, had the handle on the top that you unscrew. And, uh, that C clamp was broken. And so mm. he came and, you know, turned the filter on for a second. And the, it was just the pressure. It shot up uh, into the soffit of the house and then came back down and landed on the inline chlorinator and cracked the whole entire pipe that it was on and everything. And they had to come and return, uh, replumb the return for that and plumb it back in. And fortunately, they were able to give him a different lid. Uh, cause it was, that one ended up being cracked, but yeah, oh, super it? dangerous to do. <laughs> uh, no.
4: <laughs> What's special about this is it's a double lock. So the first one opens it so you can get it apart safely or release the pressure get the O ring apart. Then you have to unlock it again, takes two hands and finish taking it off. So in between those two steps, if it's pressure, it can't blow off.
3: So when you... Sorry. So when you get the cuz I, you know, I I did manipulate it and play with it a little bit but not for very long. So and also that was in February. So when you after you get the locking ring off, you're saying that you have to turn it again. Yep. The lid itself.
4: Okay. Well, yeah, so the locking ring spins independent of the lid. You can face the lid any way you want. After the O-ring is decompressed And you can decomp- take that completely yeah. off. Oh, yeah, all of that comes off. Yeah, yeah. Those two parts spin, the locking ring and the dome, but they don't come apart.
3: Oh, okay, gotcha.
4: You know, they, they stay together. They just spin by each other. It's really cool. I see.
0: Yeah, make, mo- make no mistake, we still recommend you depressurizing the system with the air relief right, valve, right. right? But this is just another added barrier that, hey, if you forgot to do it, your feet are going to get wet. And that's about all that's going to happen. And you're not going to have issues getting this thing apart um, relative to it having a, a, um, a seal relative to what we were used to in the field.
4: Yeah, and it's it's located another thing, being able to take it apart was a focus of the engineering process. And part of being able to do that is keep your O-rings clean. Right. And so this one is around the outside of it. A lot of them are up on the top edge where all the stuff collects. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of detail in this to to make it safe and functional and easy to use. So you can aim it any way you want relative to the pressure gauge, where it's going to spray water when you use that air relief valve properly. So those are some of the functionality. You can paint, um, aim the filter usable, the gauge, the valves, and all that stuff in the direction you actually use it, whereas then you can focus on the plumbing that's right for the pad, but yet usability is an independent feature. That's another aspect of this. It's kind of... Handy.
1: People don't often understand what goes into creating a new product or creating a different, a new product that's improved with an improved design like you have. But we know there's a lot that goes to it. So let me ask you this before you got this finalized you know how there's like formula 409 because they say that's the 409th (laughs) formula that they came up with and finally they got one that they thought was perfect how many how many models were there of this filter before you said aha this is the one
0: well i think we started with 409 409 soda pops pops. before we got to (laughs) (laughs) that was only four it
4: wasn't 400
0: (laughs) um yeah, yeah, an hour. An hour. It's what's unique. Yeah, what's unique about our our company being vertically integrated is that we we do we do a lot of a lot of R and D and a lot of manipulation in house. So as we move through the filter, I don't. There was never like, okay, here's one full unit. Okay, where do we make our changes? It was kind of along the way uh, manipulating certain things, whether whether it was um, the groove that the o rings had in or how the 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 quad threads worked um, there was never one iteration of a unit and then we turned around and go nope we need to completely change and do this but um when you're talking about changing minute little things inside the unit i mean we still do it today it's it's what we it, it's what we strive for even though we feel like we have an amazing product now we're still going to continue to make it better and that's what we do with all the products that we have. Um, but um, I'm guessing uh, I would say what from first model to to actual model to launch was about a year of, of changes, a full functioning okay. unit. And again, having having access to to tool making and hydraulic performance software and our engineers and in house, it's. It's um coming out with a a a home run or at least a triple to start with, it's not difficult with these guys. I mean, we have Steve's the best in the industry at what he does. We have the best engineers in the industry, we have the best tool makers. I hate to get on a soapbox, no, please. but um it's funny that you asked that question because we just don't we don't get to we don't we don't go through we didn't go through a bunch of iterations of this one. I think Steve can back me up on that. Oh, yeah. we, we did enough research, we knew what we wanted, and we and we went after it.
4: Yeah, so Aquastar is unique and what got my attention was they are a mold maker, a tool maker by trade and background. That's the roots of Ulof, the owner of the company, and who Aquastar is. They make the giant steel Parts that they squirt the plastic into that turns into the parts we box and sell, they do the tools for other companies, some of them you would know <laughs> um, and we 're not going to say that, but the you know so they start out as as tool makers, and where it applies with that background applies to this and why it really was kind of one engineering project on the mechanical side, safety side is because those um, injection molds are thousands of PSI of pressure. And so they have, and it's hot plastic and O-rings and mechanical clamps to hold that plastic in with hundreds of tons. Literally these things are, are massive. And so when you can overcome and manage that kind of pressure, literally 800 tons, 40,000 PSI, then Managing 50 PSI of water in a filter housing is kind of, I don't want to say trivial, um, but they got it right the first time because. And then the other thing is the pipeline technology is we skipped a whole bunch of testing, trial and error on the strength and housing. We just modeled it after the pipeline that is our commercial piping that we see with the class 180 uh, 150 flanges and and the pipe all of that stuff's rated for 600 psi burst pressure it's safety factor um, operating at hundred and fifty psi so everything we're doing down below 50 is is kind of chump change relative to that side of the engineering where the tr- where the the magic was in my opinion was how engineering took. The quality that is Pleat co, pleco—that's who our materials made by—and they do a really good job of. It's cleanable. It's very effective. The pinpoint and all of that for capturing debris and being cleanable after the fact. So that's the raw cloth. Now we need we need to dress it right. So that's where our engineers conf- control the flow of water. Up and around how it gets to those pleats, the spacing of them, the how the water flows through them into the core of the filter, that's where all of the, the magic really took place on the hydraulic and um, filtering capability so that it really really works i think best in class i think our data from NSF kind of shows that um so that's really where the work was as on the hydraulic efficiency we knew obviously variable speed pumps were coming <clears throat> to the market in general um and so we are designing everything we touch from a hydraulic and performance point of view. So we did the internal evaluation on where is the water going to go? Where is it going to carry the flow and how do we even distribute it? And equally important, how do we protect the filter element itself from that? Because if you just bring a pipe into the side of a filter, it comes in and blasts the side of the the media And then that's your failure point. Ninety-eight percent of the media is fine, but you blew a hole in one spot, and now you got to replace it. Or you have a nice big dark stain, or that side of the (laughs) element
1: fans out and then ends up being, like you said, the focal point for the dirty water and or the influent water. But the focal point where it just hits it all in that one spot, and that affects performance. That was one of the things that really got me sold on this unit is the way that the water comes into the tank and just taking a look at it and you can see exactly what you're talking about once you take one of these apart i mean that and and that's really the beauty of it if take it apart take a look in there the way the water comes in and some folks question that it comes in through the bottom but i'll tell you what i am happy it comes in through the bottom because that's the magic in the design at least part of the magic so i'm a big fan of the locking lid but it's that 360 degree water flow around that element that you guys have managed to achieve that really got me interested in this filter, which is why there's one on my pool. Uh so I could play with it in, you know, greater detail to check it out a little bit further. And I'll tell you, I take the element out. Normally, I've cleaned filters for a long time. You guys know I worked for uh, an equipment manufacturer for a good while back in the day. I had my own service company. I cleaned cartridge filters all over the place. And when you take an element out, traditionally what you have from that water coming in the side is 80% of the schmutz and gack are all coated on that one side of the element. And then 20% of it makes its way the rest of the way around, the old 80-20 rule, right? This element, the debris seriously evenly coding this element and that's giving me much longer filter runs it's also i'm gonna imagine it's only been on two months two three months now so i don't want to say that it's I can't say that it's increased the longevity of the element, though I forecast, I theorize that it will, because in my experience, it's only been the three months. You'll have better data on that. But the fact that it is equally coding the element means that it's reducing wear and tear on the
4: element. Yeah, when you look and we... Yep. I was just
3: going to say, I've never been more excited to clean a filter. <laughs> <But>. <laughs>
4: awesome. Awesome. So it's one of the things we're, we're getting feedback from as people are, are using, thanks to like yourself and, and, and folks that are trying this out and, and even just going to the um, distribution to look at them on the floor kind of a thing. One of the things is, is this is not obvious when you look at it. So when you go out and check one of these out, and we certainly hope you do, is one, it's easy, the double locking and all that. Then this, the cartridge lifts out real easy, and there's been questions, well, it comes out so easy, won't it leak relative to bypassing debris? And then once you lift it out, this flow path we keep talking about is not obvious. Mm -mm. So the key is if you look with, if you take the element out, like when you do your filter cleaning, Andrea, or you guys see this, you'll see that the filter base, um, the core, the black core that the cartridge fits on is the exact same size as the base of the cartridge. And then it has little nubs that stick out to provide a, I think it's a half inch spacing or something like that. It's optimized to cause a nozzle effect. So it's jetting the pump water up the sides of the housing to the dome where it comes back down to distribute. So that does two things. It's jetting the water up so you spread sand, silt, and juice all over it. And then also it protects the elements from direct flow. The flow is only coming in from all sides. So we, we can't know until this thing's been out. I mean, it's been on a bunch of pools for a long time. But until, you know, real world feedback, we by all indicate on paper and fluid software, all of this is going to work great. And we're very pleased by all of the feedback we're getting. It, it wasn't by accident. No, I and mean, we didn't hide it per se, but it's not obvious either. <laughs> no, you're
1: right, and that's why I said, you know, you really got to take it apart and look, and then, but you can actually see these components and how it would force the water up the sides, and how it's. Yeah, we. Tried- oh, so you're just we- going to
3: have to let me come over and clean it. Then clean your filter for you because I know you're over by my dad's house. So next time I go and visit him, I'm going to come and clean your filter for you.
1: All right, I and mean, then you should bring your Riptide and a brush too.
3: Do you have a hammerhead? We could do a dueling vacuum.
1: No, but you might as well clean the rest of the pool. No um, I, doing sounds
4: that. like a new episode in the works. No, I'm not, not going to do,
3: no. do all of that. I just want to test. I just want to try out the filter, at, you know, as it's being used. Because, like I said at the beginning, here, um, I did get to look at the display one and kind of take it apart. And I remember um, it being very easy to take apart. Um, I don't think I understood the locking thing at first, but. You know, it wasn't hard to figure out just listening to you talk about it and then applying that. And it wasn't um, it was super easy to come apart. So um, I am excited to try it. If I that's
1: actually that's part of the genius of this, because if, if you think about it, I mean, we're talking about all of these improvements and advance advancements, but it's not complex there's nothing not for the no, operator. It was, it, like complex. I said,
3: I, I'd never touched it before. And I had only heard Steve, you know, say it was a double locking ring. So once I got the locking ring off, um, I was like, oh, there's another thing. I, and then it was that easy. And was it, it does it easy,
1: continue so. to come apart easy, even after use at this point my 3 months into it it's still coming apart as easy as it was when it was first installed the other thing that i think is kind of cool about this and you did andrea you did pick this unit up correct
3: i believe so i might have i mean i touched a lot of stuff at that pool show this
1: is a solid unit that was one of the first things when i got when i got this in the box and i picked up this box this is heavy there's a lot to this filter. I
3: spun around the locking ring in it and it did the little trick that I like it to do. So that's a good, good review for and, me on that. Side. That's funny. I'm you
0: bring that, that up Rudy. Like it's um, we, we get a lot of, cause we've been in the molding, the molding side for a long time. We get a lot of um, oh, Aquastar over, over-engineered it again. Aquastar went, you know, and, and for us, it's not, and in, in my I fire back and I say, no, we didn't. We engineered it correctly. Like what we've been doing in the industry is under engineering. Like we've been underperforming and under delivering to relative to our customer base. And, you know, from little, little fittings that we have that have water stops on them that people look at them and go, well, I have to pay 75 more cents for this. And we're like, yeah, you're not going to have a leaking fitting ever again, right? So when it comes to, um, like you say it's substantial, and when we came out with it, I got it again. man, you guys really over there engineered this and I said, no, we engineered it right this is what this is what our industry deserves it's it's a it's a substantial product it's a quality product and it's at a fa- it's at a fantastic price relative to what it's competing with. why can't we deliver that to the ind- and it's in stock <laughs> and it's in stock and and back to the the platform you were talking about about it about the um, the engineering side of it and not being complex it is not it is not complex at all but there's a lot of patents in it so for those that make stuff stay away copy it
4: i don't (laughs) don't even know if there's not many filters if uh certainly that have built in the you know it's a union nut on the bottom again for convenience our customer we may ship to a distributor But our focus when we're designing is the end user, certainly for safety and all of that. But I would say even 80 end user call it 20 percent of what we talk about and focus. That's kind of the objective. But really, 80 percent of the engineering work is on the installation and usability and to prevent callbacks, because as soon as you put a filter housing through somebody's faucet, you've lost your profits, I'm pretty sure.
1: Brilliance by contrast. I would never apologize for that just because you raised the bar. So the question isn't why did you raise the bar? The question is why wasn't the bar there before? And exactly, this is not an economy filter. It wasn't meant to be, and it's not. This is a high quality product. If somebody's looking for an economy filter, this is not it.
4: Blu-ray all day.
1: Somebody's looking for an economy filter. This is not it.
4: But one of the um, things we're learning through or that we haven't talked about here today is another aspect of the, the, the design in and the, and the filter media itself is that it passes the NSF 50 um, filtration test and cleanability test In one turnover of the test tank, the standard allows five turnovers of the test tank. So that means and this one, in the other product category that's in the one, one turnover range is DE. So you get DE like water, that kind of water quality. Um, Their single pass is hired. I'm not uh, not saying that um, this is as good as DE in a single pass. I'm saying in the NSF test, one turnover, you pass the test. You could turn off the pump and be done. And that's the key is these big filters. They may be 320 or 520 square feet. They don't have their flow ratings equal to or less than ours. The head loss, the amount of, of uh, pressure and flow it takes to put through that flow rating, we start out clean seven psi lower than a five twenty so this filter clean has seven psi lower pressure, so that means you can put five gallon bucket of dirt, seven psi into this before you get to the out of the box clean filter of the three twenty five twenty all of those. So there's that absolute performance. And if you're going to capture everything in a single turn, which I think we're trying to get the stuff out of the pool. Yeah. So probably capturing it the first time through the filter is not bad. Um, But we knew part of the design is make sure it's easy to maintain. And that's the lifts out easy. It's safe. The locking. You don't have to bump the pump, all of that kind of stuff. Because if we keep our filters clean, then we are not asking – Our chlorine to sanitize that massive amount of yuck in these filters. We go because water with with chlorine. Okay. Well, you know, there was
3: a different word that I'm not allowed to say, but I'll go ahead and just say (laughs) that, you know, in most cases, (laughs) the pool is only as clean as the filter. So why would you not want a filter that's going to? I've gotten the
1: objections, too, when I've been talking about it and just sharing some of the things that I've noted that I liked about it. And one of the things that, that always comes up is, yeah, but it's only one element. We want four elements.
3: I hear that all the time from people that swear by the quad cartridges. And honestly, like, yeah, you can go longer in between the cleanings, but cleaning one takes four times as long. It's a single cartridge. You're in and out in. Thirty minutes. If I don't it's like that. cleaning
1: elements. Well, there's that. I hate it. I don't want to do it.
3: Why you get a shower? You get in. Nice I don't shower want a
1: frigging shower while I'm cleaning somebody's bands. filter. Look, I want to take it out. I want to clean it. I put it back in. <laughs> I want to do that once, not four times.
3: Yeah, that's a bitch. but.
0: But we're we're cleaning these units because the the pressure's going up, right? And the pressure's yes. going up because of the usable media in the filter is getting clogged up. And I think that's very important. The usable media in the filter is getting clogged up. So if we look at elements and let's just give, let's give those 400 square foot or those 500 square foot the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, maybe you're using half of that square footage relative to when that PSI starts moving forward. So even though they're calling it a 400 or a 500, when you look at the usable media space, they're, they're not 400 and 500 and that's why these performance factors are coming out it's not square footage is done like it's it, we don't we're not sizing filters anymore on square footage we're sizing filters based off of performance and when if if you're giving them half on a 400 and we're you we have a 200 square foot element in ours and they're using 200 of theirs and we're using 200 of ours you're not going to clean ours any more than you're cleaning theirs Absolutely not. But ours is going to be a lot easier to clean. And as we talked about, as Andrea said, the pool is only as clean as your filter. And if I can get into that filter a lot easier, and I can clean that element in a, a fifth of the time that it's taken me to do a quad, then you know what? Hey, I'm going to keep the pool. I'm going to keep that filter clean once a
3: month because it's real easy. It's real easy to take it out and hose it off. It definitely makes uh, makes it more, I guess, of an incentive to And I don't mean like in a, I don't mean it to be sounding like that, but just, you know, like you said, it's much easier. And if you know it's going to be quick to clean that filter, then you're, you know, less likely to let it go until next week. Um, If you know you don't have to fight with it, if you don't have to fight with the knob on the top, like I mentioned earlier with the thing on the inside being broken and the knob comes out, now I got to, you know, it seems like you don't have, you like wouldn't have to pry it open, which... No, that's no. something that I have to seriously with. come
1: clean my filter have field trip. It is field trip. Will, it comes yeah, apart trip so sure. easy, and you're gonna love it. You're not gonna want to clean any other filters after you clean mine, House, unless <laughs> there's a pipeline installed there too. But, <laughs> but, um, Steve was
0: talking, like
3: I'm that. gonna start <laughs> suggesting them now because we're having problems getting stuff in stock, and you sold me on that so far too. So. <laughs> Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today.
4: We designed, we took the, the, the cloth. That existed the best that we could get our hands on. That's the Plico technology. And then our engineering team said, well, we, you know, we like what you've done, but we don't necessarily agree. We think 100% of the surface area should be accessible to dirt. What a concept instead of smashed together like a box of Kleenex and saying, if I lay out this box of Kleenex, I got 500 square feet, but I'm only filtering through the three inch edge. You know, when the pleats are all mashed together, it inhibits flow and it doesn't give you a lot of surface area. So then that's where you get piles of stuff inside of these filters. These go in. When you see these, we go to distribution, and take a look. You can see one. they are almost twice as deep or certainly a third deeper than anyone else. We took that to the engineering limits of how much can you pack into a filter fanned out, not how many pieces of paper can you fold and stack together so that yeah, was the it. Length. yeah you took the link to the itch yeah so the the depth of the pleats and all of that and they're open all the way to the back of the core the core itself we haven't talked about that it's got 64 ish percent more open area than the other so that takes a lot of the um uh where you don't have open area, water doesn't go. Okay, that's axiomatic, right? We know that if the valve's closed, water's not going through it. <laughs> well, if you have a closed valve behind your filter pleats, water, dirt, water's not going there. That means the dirt's not going there. So that's another reason they're only using some of their available area. But if you open it up and you've got a less quality plate material... Uh, I don't want to bash the other guys, but they need support; otherwise, they collapse. And so it's you know it, it's it's building a foundation of the core of the pipeline, then the quality materials, then how they're assembled, and then how how they're all operated. It takes every step of that way to come up with you know the winning combination. And those things, those things you mentioned, are
1: all things that we witness out in the field servicing pools. If you could make a list of things you didn't like about cleaning filters now, and Andrea's got a partial one going, um, you know, you're, you're
4: clicking those, you're checking those boxes, <laughs> which is fantastic. We're trying to make it easy. We want people to enjoy swimming. That's our goal, right? Fabulous backyards, fabulous community pools, and Aquastar is committed to doing that as effectively as we know how. We do our lab; we've talked about that in the past. Um, the you know it's a wind tunnel for for pool equipment, kind of a thing. Huge pipe. We're testing two inch or two and a half inch pipe in the labs. 10 inch pipe that's the wind tunnel effect so everything we're learning is based on the equipment not your system because you can't judge a pump by uh, in the backyard and if it's only hooked up to inch and a half pipe you can't say well this new variable speed pump is terrible because I can't, my, you know, the pressures are low. It just are crazy high. It doesn't work. Well, you put that on a properly engineered pool and it's going to sing or actually go silent and still move twice as much water. And so you really got to judge things in total. You can't, it's not a, it's not as easy as it appears.
3: I can't wait for the, uh, for, I don't know. I just can't wait to try it, but I was just going to say, I can't wait to see all the people that Say that they would never install a single cartridge. I'd like to see. Florida is full of
1: single cartridges, you know. So that's all we have. uh,
3: Well, I have a couple with quad cartridges, and they're a nightmare.
1: Certified to NSF fifty, so these puppies can go on commercial pools. How cool is that?
0: Yep,
3: that's actually really awesome because I have a bunch of commercials with cartridge filters. And like I just said, those are nightmares.
1: Todd's mentioned before, square footage is going away. It's all about how much performance. The performance. performance. So, and if you look at how the Aquastar Pool Products is marketing these, they don't mention the square foot of filter area. These are rated based off of yeah. pool sizes, which is yeah. pretty cool.
0: It's like, it's kind of like the, um, the, uh, upgraded pumps. Remember when we would we'd sell uprated pumps and we would sell them for, Hey, this is what it is. But the performance was this, right. It was still the same thing. The performance was still the same thing. So Different um, label. the industry was kind of, yeah, the, the, uh, the industry was kind of forced to get away, get away from that. And, um, you know, I'm not claiming the industry is going to get forced to get away from, um, square footage, but you, you can't, you, you, you can't hide square footage anymore when you look at basic performance. When you look at a, a two hundred square foot or two hundred square foot cartridge filter or twenty seven thousand that is rated at um, one hundred and fifty GPM on the public side, um, to the biggest filter, the biggest quad filters we we know in our industry, that's rated at that same flow rate. but that's their max flow rate as well. So that's all. That's that. just basic basic performance right we have we like if you're if, if we have a unit that that's the size that ours is which is relatively small for what we've been taught but we are hydraulically flowing just as much water as the big one then obviously there's something going on in those that's that's holding that water back and and allows us to get to that those performance levels yeah.
1: why overcompensate by adding more square footage that you're not going to use Why not use all of the square footage about it? Is
4: it over-engineering or is others maybe under-engineering?
1: I was thinking of going with (laughs) premature filtration, talking about uh, pleat- The need for some type of Well, uh, I have a
3: question. Can we go back to, for a second? Sorry to I sorry to interrupt you. I was on a roll there. <laughs> I don't know where you are going. Other
1: people's um, elements going lymph. I had this whole thing planned out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: He didn't he I'm didn't, I'm just, exiting stage yeah, left I'm, here. I'm I, not. No. I'm no, not. no. <laughs> I that was totally just me.
1: They are going limp and you know it's embarrassing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just, I got interrupted a second ago, but so I just want to be clear. Cause I, you know, whatever I got distracted, but it doesn't, you don't go by square footage. So how do you choose the right size filter? You, you said pool size.
0: Yeah. So we've gone to market, um, relative to pool size. So our uh, PL, our, our small unit, which is a PLF 27,000, the 27,000 denotes uh, what that unit is rated for in a commercial application. And then the larger unit is a PLF 35,000, which denotes what that unit is rated for on a commercial application as well. So 35,000 gallons, 27,000 gallons. Now, if you dig into um, the hydraulics and in, in everybody publishes, um, relative to eight hour turnover, 10 hour turnover on the residential side for uh, for their filters we we go exponentially higher with with those units as, as well. So yeah, we're not we're not going to market relative to square footage because square footage does not matter. It absolutely does not matter. and all the stats bear that out now. Um, square footage matters if you're using all of the square footage, but we know, we know that um, our industry is not doing that up into up until this point. So, so we wanted to go to market based off of gallonage. So instead of saying, "Hey, I need a, a 420 square foot filter for my 30,000 gallon pool," I can just look at, "Hey, I need AquaStar has a 35,000 gallon filter. I can I, I'll put that
3: on my 30,000 gallon pool." Well, that sounds really easy. Makes it no easy
0: right?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just like the unit. Like itself. So, that's like easy. the easiest. That's like what we need. Like just you yeah. know, basic. Like I need the I need this for this, and I need that for that. Instead of trying to guess, and you know, that makes a lot of sense. So,
4: and all of this information is on the um, NSF labels. It's required, so it's not like we've invented some new thing. Well, the filter is new, obviously, but. If you look, a filter will have, because it's required for its certification, it'll have its claimed square footage. That's unfold the box of Kleenex and measure square inches or square feet. And then so that's one element that's published. And then it has a maximum flow rate that is actually based on how did the filter perform and testing that it had to clean the test tank water. You had to then take it apart, follow the manufacturer's instructions, clean it their way, only their way, and then put it back and it has to retain that performance. And so some of them, some of the filter instructions to get back to pass that test, you have to put it in a soapy solution and acid stuff and all of that, which is all fair game. You just got to follow the instructions. Well, this is just a garden hose, easy, and there's, all you know, that's how that works. But if you look at these filter labels, if you look at a 520, a 420, if you go down a series, any of those um, big filter series, just look at their label. They all have the same flow rating, typically 150, some of the others are 75. So all of that extra Pleated material inside is not showing up as usable, even in the NSF rating that's on the labels. You don't have to trust Aquastar. Just look at these labels. And so and then we tried to take it a step in because that's irrelevant um, and we found because that's irrelevant, quit talking about it. We want to focus on what people know. What's the flow rate? How many, how big's your pool? What flow rate do you need? Or what's your spa jets? What do you need? What is the flow rate you need? Then size your filter or multiple filters if you've got lots of stuff going on based on that. Um, and, and then the, the filter size just doesn't matter. Todd mentioned that, you know, he doesn't think that this square footage thing is going to go away. I think it might. And here's why. The No, oh, p- I said it would. Oh, well, I mean, legally, oh,
0: I said it would.
4: Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I understand the market's <laughs> going to shift, and and certainly, yeah. leader, we see that all the time. I'm not, I, I'm not d- disputing that reality. I'm saying on the legal side of it, the NSF okay. certification side of it is because we had single speed pumps. We Todd brought it up already with the, you know, the full rated, uprated, and all it was it was we took a two horsepower pump with a service factor of one point six five downrated it to a service factor of one five and called it a two and a half horse. Literally the difference is in the label. So what happens is that's confusing and that's bad. And we tried to deal with that on the codes and standards sides with our energy efficiency standard APSP 15 and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, but what happened is we did not do a good enough job with that as an industry. So the U S department of energy stepped in and they took control of our industry. That's why you can't buy a one horsepower single speed pump anymore, because we did not do our job as an industry. OK, so now with that as a foundation and look how disruptive that is in the marketplace. Can you imagine what that's done to us? Manufa- excuse me, soon to be manufactured. The, the pump manufacturers, um, you, you know, they, I think I heard they got rid of 80 percent of their SKUs. Because the federal government said, this is BS, here's what you're going to do. Now, that was negotiated with the industry, but it wasn't where they wanted to go. So fast forward, now we've had the same challenge on in public pool filtration. So this total focus is on public pools, and we got the model aquatic health code that people may or may not have heard of, and we got new public uh, operational standards, PHTA-2 is in the final approval process. We got – we, I say collectively as a standard writing on that committee, is we got negative comments from the public health and researchers on filters saying, yeah, you, you say you have to have a, a NSF filter, but that standard says you can run water through it five times before it cleans up the debris. Yet we are from a public health count on single pass in our six-hour turnover rate. Well, that six-hour turnover rate, if the filter has to – you have to put water through it five times from a policy point of view to be equal to equal, you have to – your turnover rate's now got to be an hour and 15 minutes to equal if the filter was doing its job. And so that has now hit the radar of NSF, and there's been public uh, uh, research done at uh, University of North Carolina. And so basically they're saying this square footage, the way we've been sizing public pool filters is BS. The standard's wrong, and you need to fix it. That's happening now. So I think what's going to happen is this – The the square footage, just like pump horsepower, is irrelevant. What is its flow rate? That's what you have to publish, manufacture, and quit talking about the rest of it. So we can't talk about horsepower rating, uprated, full rating, just to sell stuff to confuse consumers, including pool professionals. And so I firmly believe within two years that this is going to be addressed in public pools at the public pool level. Well, we certify our residential filters through the same process, so we're going to get this honesty and labeling. I believe in in the in the next few years by nature of what's going on in the public pool side.
0: Well, there goes my there there goes my two year head start.
4: We should only look <laughs>
1: at things for their usable filter area.
4: <laughs> <Yes. So. laughs> You know, that's just a rumor, by the way, big three. No, nah, it'll, <laughs> it'll never happen. You know, square footage is easy math. The industry, all our training manuals are on that. Stick with what works.
1: <laughs> no starting rumors on the show. I got in trouble for that. We've been talking a lot about the pipeline filter. So talking about the pipeline down the pipeline, you guys have more exciting things that are coming out.
0: Uh, we are are very close to launching um, two brand new variable speed pumps. Um, from our side, a 1.5 and, and a 3.0 a variable speed pump and um, fully controllable at the pump. Uh, we'll interface with other automation, um, Wi-Fi connectability with an Aquastar app, uh, which you can c- control the pump from the app for those um, those single-body single systems that uh, don't have automation on them. Um, and just like everything else, we – we um, that one, to answer your question on the uh, how many iterations did it take <laughs> on the filter, this one took a little bit longer because um, while I was screaming forever, just get me a pump, <laughs> um, engineering was going, no, nope. we want our WEF factors to be up. We want Energy Star. We want this. We So um, – so we we went through a lot of of you know one one os one point ones one point two so very very far down the road relative to the um, the housing the volute uh, the impeller um, just the connection points we're out out kicking most of our competition just on connection points right now um, but just just a. a a bunch of things that when we started breaking down the competition again, that just made sense. Like, why aren't these guys doing this? And that's, that's um, uh, the beauty of our company. We have, we have one owner that is not scared and um, he's, he, he wants to, he wants to be one of the best and he wants to make his products the best. And, and that's why when I would sit in those engineering meetings and I would like, just get it over the finish line. He's like, Nope, we are, the engineers are like, we yeah. can do this and we can do this and we can, we can make, a, I won't spill all the secret sauce in it, but, um, but yeah, we're, we're through 99 and a half yards with, with NSF now and we're getting real excited because I think we're, less than a couple weeks away from, from Nice.
4: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We've been through our NSF audit and Oh man. And then there's the department of energy, (laughs) you know, I don't know what's more complicated pumps or drain covers. (laughs) I need a matching set. So
1: um, I'm looking forward to this and I'm excited to, you know, see what you guys come up with, what the magic sauce is there as well. So Hmm. we spoke about,
3: well, wait. I want. I want the pump. You guys get sent Rudy a filter. I want. I'll, I'll take the pump.
1: <laughs> you don't have a pool. No
3: anyway, problem. Anyway, I will get one. <laughs> I'll
1: get one. We know people. You'll get one just for I, the
3: pump. I, she I know went to Jersey now. One. She's got a guy On above ground. I don't so.
1: Care. Now that she's been to Jersey, she's got a guy. No, I got or a guy in it. Miami. Anyway, mm-hmm. at the beginning of this episode, we said that you guys were going to give away a filter. We're right now at the tail end, so. What we're going to do, this airs at f- uh, for episode first comes out live four in the morning Friday. Yes, Ooh. it does. Four in the morning on Friday. So we're going to come up with a catchphrase or a magic phrase or the winning phrase. That's what we're going to come up with. And everybody who listens to the episode, we're going to post this also on Instagram and uh on the uh, Talking Pools podcast page on Instagram and also on the Talking Pools podcast page on Facebook. We're going to post it in both those
2: places. Send your entry with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com. Right, with this catchphrase, because we don't want anybody else peering over your shoulder. Send your entry with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com. I want people to
1: cheat and not listen. I want people, I mean, I want somebody who's actually interested in the product, who's listened about the product. I don't want somebody who's just looking for a free filter here. You know, I want somebody who has an interest in this, and I don't want them to copy the person above them their answer. Send your entry
2: with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com.
1: With the catchphrase or the magic words, which um, either Todd or Steve are going to share in a moment, you will have until midnight Eastern time Saturday, which is going to be what, a day and a half from the time that the podcast airs, midnight Saturday, and I will then supply those names of the people that sent me the, the correct phrase to Aquastar Pool Products, and then they will have a drawing using Jamie's Magic Wheel and choose the winner of Very the filter. Cool. Which filter are you giving away?
0: Their choice. Whoever you go. Wins. Whoever, wins, Whoever wins,
1: your choice. Okay. Two different filter sizes: a two hundred square. I know we said what square footage is going away, but it's a two hundred square foot and a two fifty. And your and your models for those are
0: PLF twenty seven thousand and a PLF thirty five thousand.
4: What do you think, Andrea? So that would be it. Those are two different size pools, is the way to think about it. How big is your pool? Yeah. It's just taller. It's the say. same small footprint. So okay.
3: Uh I, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that you get some some weirdo messages. Should we have them send it to you? To be quite honest with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no,
1: no, no. One location, some, one location, one location. Just send idea. it to me. <laughs> 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 you can send it wherever you like. It's not going to count unless it comes to me. I, I
3: was going to say, it's. it'll probably end up on the podcast if you send That's it to true. me. That's true. So go ahead and send it so to Rudy. <laughs> send it to Andrea.
1: We're going to talk about you. Send it to me. You have a shot at winning this filter. How's that?
2: Send your entry with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com. There you go.
1: Cool. Well, Steve, Todd, definitely awesome to have you guys on. Steve, have you on again. Frequent visitor to the show. Always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate what you're doing for the industry. Anything that takes us in a forward motion is a beautiful thing. And I am so on board with this product line. We
4: appreciate it. We're trying to make yeah, everybody more be, profitable.
3: Can't wait to try the pump.
4: <laughs> Todd, you have to give the phrase because I forgot it.
0: All right. Well, I don't think we ever finished on a phrase, I don't I have think a phrase. We one. Oh, yeah,
4: I have well, a phrase no wonder a phrase. I forgot it. Oh yeah. Um
0: I have a phrase I have a phrase that we I uh, use off air quite a bit. We're not gonna use that though. Um but
3: I think we go How about, with Let Todd Oh, I was just gonna say square foot square footage is going That's be a to that effect. But go square ahead. footage Square, fu- square footage doesn't square matter. Square footage
1: doesn't matter.
0: Why not? Yeah, we're talking about that's footage, right. right? Square footage does Square
1: doesn't footage anymore. doesn't matter. I love it. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. Hot takes. D- Hot takes. What? Okay.
2: D- Send your entry with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com. That phrase, square footage doesn't matter. I will get you entered
1: into the drawing, and then that will um, be beginning of the week right? But you have to have it to me by midnight on Saturday. So if you're a devout listener and, and we'll tell people that we're giving something away too, and that you have to listen to get it. So we'll, we'll share that information too. Right. Andrea, you can do that. I'll do that. Everybody can do that. I can do Yes. All right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You guys rock. We appreciate Sounds you. great. Anything you want to
2: leave everybody with square footage does not matter anymore. Square footage does not matter anymore. Send your entry with the winning catchphrase to talkingpools at gmail.com.
1: This has been the Talking Pools podcast with Steve Barnes and Todd Pieri of Aquastar Pool Products. We're happy to have them here. Thank you, everyone.
3: Yeah, thanks guys for coming on.
0: Yes, Glad thank to you be for here. Doing what you
3: guys
1: do as well. Yeah, it's fun.
3: Thank you. Yeah, it is.
1: And thank you to everybody who took the time to listen to us this week. We appreciate you. You're the reason that we do this. And we totally are honored that, you know, we get to bend your ear for a half an hour to an hour. And, uh, you know, be good. And be safe. And this is not pool shitting. This no. is no, no pool <laughs> shitting. No. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. See you later, guys. Thank you.
2: Square footage does not matter anymore. In order to qualify for the Aquastar Pool Products Filter Giveaway and be entered in the drawing, you must send your entry with the winning catchphrase to TalkingPools at gmail.com by midnight U.S. Eastern Time, Saturday, June 4, 2022. Contest is open only to swimming pool industry professionals located in the continental United States. Winner will be required to show proof of swimming pool industry employment.